Chapter 18 Why don't you tell me about Dan? Caleb asked. He'd suggested several topics of discussion with zero response from Laura. This was the first one, though, that made her at least stir uncomfortably in her seat. They were at a truck stop just off the highway, sharing a small wooden booth in an all-night diner. Each table had its own ornate little glass lamp with a white lace shade. Laura was inspecting the woven pattern on the lace, pretending to ignore Caleb as best she could. The diner was really quiet. The clock on the wall ticked with an echoed shunk. Each passing second, she would glance up from the lamp to the clock. It had been 5.49 a.m. for a very long time. The old woman waiting tables was of no use to Laura. She had greeted Caleb with a hug and a peck on the cheek and was rather flirtatious with him, calling him Mr. Caulfield and handing him a cup of coffee before he'd even sat down. The old woman had outright ignored Laura, not even holding the door open for her as they'd entered, but practically slamming it back in her face while embracing Caleb. It would have been another opportunity to run, but there was nowhere to run to. The parking lot of the truck stop was empty. It was mainly littered with a few doorless cars broken into pieces and lying in piles. And beyond the back fence was just a bean field that disappeared into the pink horizon of morning. Laura wondered just how many girls Caleb brought to this cafe, apparently enough to the point where introducing them seemed useless. The waitress didn't even have the vaguest interest in even looking at her. Caleb had just smirked at the woman's cold indifference to his guest, and once she'd left them alone, he'd apologized for her under his breath and gone behind the tiny counter himself, opening its low swinging gate door with a squeak while giving a playful glance back at Laura, as if he feared being caught. On the counter was a large adding machine and a few coffee cups filled with pens. Caleb got Laura a cup from a cupboard underneath and filled it from the coffee pot sitting on a burner. Then, with a wink, he pulled open a small cooler door and retrieved two brown bottles of beer and carried them both in one hand and the coffee in the other as he shuffled back to the table with sliding boot heels. Laura realized from his smile that this was the first date they never got to have. An outing, just the two of them, alone at a table, passing the time in each other's company, making conversation and exchanging glances through awkward silence, sipping at their drinks while shifting their eyes over one another. He wasn't trying to help her find Dan at all. First, he put the beer down in front of her, 
opened it with a hook from his keychain, and then sat the coffee down next to it. Laura had her arms crossed over her chest and kept her eyes on the lampshade, ignoring him completely. He took out a cigarette and lit it as he spoke. I'm sorry about that shit in the truck, he said. I didn't mean to bring up a sore subject. The truth is, I'm over it. What I did to my arm, that is. I was just trying to talk. But we don't have to talk about that if you don't want to. Why don't we talk about something you want to talk about? Why don't you tell me about Dan? Laura looked down at her fingernails. She eyed the beer in front of her. Caleb was casually drinking his and balancing it on his knee with his leg propped up in the booth next to him. He'd made himself quite comfortable. His expression frightened her. It was still dark outside. The clock continued to tick. She picked up the beer and took a long drink. It was cold and refreshing with a hint of lime. She took several more drinks, nearly finishing the whole bottle while staring out the window at the black line of trees on the other side of the highway. They were all slanted, like jagged bones stabbing into the earth. Caleb slid out of the booth without a word and grabbed them two more beers, opening them as he walked back. This time, when he sat the bottle down in front of her, he squeezed at her shoulder and leaned down, whispering in her ear. This is my favorite beer. It's from Mexico. I knew you'd like it. Laura grabbed at the beer and shoved his hand off of her. Don't fucking touch me, she said. I hate beer. Caleb smiled and shook his head, sliding back into his side of the booth and lighting another cigarette. Laura took a few more swigs and slammed the bottle down. Just give me a cigarette, she said. I don't want to talk to you. Caleb grinned at her. His small teeth were rimmed with black stains. He leaned over the booth, clamping his cigarette between his teeth and letting the thick trail of smoke run up his face and beneath the lenses of his glasses. He pulled out a cigarette and offered it to her, but when she reached for it, he grabbed her by the wrist and squeezed it almost hard enough to break the bones. You don't want to see what happens when I get mad, he said, twisting her arm. Laura was terrified. She looked down at Caleb's forearm. A jagged blue scar ran from the crease of his elbow to the middle of his wrist. The scar was healed over, but the ink from the pen remained in his skin like a gruesome tattoo. He was jerking her back and forth, grunting to stop her from squirming and grabbing at her other flailing arm while climbing over the table into her side of the booth. Laura thought that he would do it now for sure, that he would tackle her to the floor, 
They were struggling. She was beneath him, his grip on her arms tightening, the lights of the ceiling flickering. She went limp and fell back into the booth. Over in the corner, the old woman went on folding her napkins, but she turned to watch Caleb wrestle Laura to the ground. The old woman began to clap, cheering on the fight and shouting, Yes! Yes! One of Caleb's hands raised back and struck Laura in the face with a hard smack. Then his hand wrapped around her throat and tightened like a snake. Laura couldn't breathe. She closed her eyes and began to fall through the darkness.